continuing our discussion of Vishnu Sahasranam, name 945, Ruchirangada is the third talk. Ruchira means desirable, pleasing, beautiful, Anga means body, and Da gives the sense of giving. So, so far, we discussed how he gives his own beautiful form to his devotees. That's been the main thrust of our discussion. And some commentators open up the name, unpack the name, to say that he gives beautiful bodies to his devotees. The obvious example is that of Kubja Trivakra, who was a hunchbacked woman, but she very happily did service to Krishna by giving him uh, the sense for anointing the body, and Krishna put his foot on her feet and pulled her up, gave her and gave her a beautiful form. Hunchback, who who likes a hunchback? There's some movie, The Hunchback of Notre Dame. It's considered it is. It's it's very bad karma to be hunchbacked. But Krishna removed her bad karma uh, and the effects of it by giving her a beautiful form. Less well-known, but equally uh, delightful to hear about, is that of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu just near the beginning of his tour of South India, entering South India. He came across a devotee of Krishna, whose name was Vasudeva, whose body was leprous and covered with worms. Uh, and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu embraced that devotee. Who, who will embrace someone whose body is so... <laughs> yeah. But he got a beautiful form. Similarly, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu embraced Sanatana Goswami, whose body was uh, oozing pus from sores. Sanatana Goswami didn't want Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to do so. He's saying, my body is contaminated by all this pus. But Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, I'm a sannyasi. I can't see what's... I, I, I can't see in terms of material contamination. Uh, so he embraced him, and then all these sores went away, and Sanatan was uh, recovered, or restored to his original bodily form. So there are examples of the Supreme Lord giving beautiful bodies to those who have horrible bodies. We can go on with different examples. We were just discussing in so many names the incident of Gajendra, how uh, Krishna delivered the elephant. Of course, the elephant is not considered ugly, it, uh, but the crocodile has a horrible form. Uh, and Krishna destroyed that form and restored the uh, Gandharva, who is in the body of a crocodile, to his Gandharva form. And Gandharva's uh, 
are generally, generally, yeah, they're very beautiful bodily features. We have also in Krishna's pastimes uh, that the Vidyadhara, by the name of Sudarshan, had been cursed to become a snake, and by touching with his foot that snake, who was swallowing Nanda Maharaj, Krishna relieved him from that curse, and he was restored to the heavenly body of a Vidyadhara. But apart from these, what we might say, miraculous examples, Krishna gives beautiful bodies to all his devotees. Well, when you go back to Godhead, there are no ugly bodies in the spiritual world. There are no leprous bodies or hunchback bodies. Uh, all the bodies are very beautiful. So in that way, Krishna gives a beautiful body to the devotees who go back to Godhead. But even here in this world, Devotees get beautiful bodies, as Srila Prabhupada states in his Krishna book. Um, I was surprised when I read this. I'll read the passage. It's, it's from the description of the, it, it's saying the autumn season, but it's the rainy season and the autumn season. So Srila Prabhupada, commenting on the 10th canto of Bhagavatam, uh, writes that during the rainy season, all living entities in the land, sky, and water become very much refreshed, exactly like one who engages in the transcendental loving service of the Lord. We have practical experience of this with our students in the International Society for Krishna Consciousness. Before becoming students, they were dirty-looking although they had naturally beautiful personal features. Due to having no information of Krishna consciousness, they appeared very dirty and wretched. Since they have taken to Krishna consciousness, their health has improved, and by following the rules and regulations, their bodily luster has increased. When they are dressed with saffron-colored cloth, with tilak on their foreheads, and beads in their hands and on their necks, they look exactly as if they have come directly from Vaikuntha. Now, here Srila Prabhupada is referring to most of his disciples coming from a hippie background, and many of them were, by choice, as hippies, very scruffy-looking, uh, Umapati, one of Srila Prabhupada's first disciples, he was initiated in 1966. He, he said he attended his uh, initiation ceremony with shorts made out of old cut-down jeans and long hair, long beard, so looked very scruffy. Uh, but Srila Prabhupada cleaned them up. And also by following the rules and regulations, Srila Prabhupada said their bodily luster increases. And that's a fact. By following the principles of spiritual life, uh, bodily luster is there. Anyone who doesn't engage in, in sense gratification, they become bright looking. 
Srila Prabhupada said in a conversation, Krishna consciousness is so nice, anyone who comes to Krishna consciousness immediately becomes beautiful in every respect. Well, what does that mean? If you, I, I, Take my body, it's not exceptionally, this body that I'm presently incarcerated in is not exceptionally ugly by material standards, but it's definitely not exceptionally good-looking either. So did my body change? No, I mean, not beyond the regular changes that take place due to uh, the living in the material world. but, yeah, the, the aura, people who know about subtle bodies, they can appreciate how, uh, just like we say, someone's got the blues. That means they're subtle. It actually means their subtle body, there's a blue light around the body. And someone's green with envy. The, the, the aura actually becomes somewhat green. And someone who's in pure consciousness, who's not thinking of sense gratification, their aura becomes uh, shining. So a devotee becomes beautiful in every respect, in his behavior, in his dealings with others, and actually by physically also, if you're living a hippie life, taking drugs and grounding whatever food you can get and taking a lot of intoxication and then just yeah, no regulation. Prabhupada used the word here, regulation, but devotee lives a, leads a very regulated life, early to bed, early to rise, makes a man healthy, wealthy, and wise. So devotees, they rest early, rise early. Uh, they don't have a lot of the anxieties that Materialistic people have, they're always, materialistic people always in anxiety about their prestige and their money and what people think about them. The devotee becomes uh, freed from all these things and naturally becomes beautiful. So Krishna gives a beautiful body. But we have to be careful about all this beautiful body stuff anyway because as Kunti Devi says, Janmai Shvarya Shuta Shribir, Edamana Madaf Puman, Nayavar Hatya Bidhatung Vai, Twama Kinchana Gochara. Twama Kinchana Gochara. She says that people who are not interested in uh, are promoting themselves as being very aristocratic being very intelligent and learned, being very beautiful, uh, being very wealthy. They, people who don't have any such material aspirations, they can attain Krishna. But others who are very interested in all these material assets, they're generally very proud. So from the spiritual point of view, to have good looks is a curse. (laughs) Unless one has a very good realization that I'm not the body, but it becomes more difficult when you have a good-looking body, 
male good-looking body is much appreciated by females, and the female good-looking body is much appreciated by males, and then the females I, I see in people's houses are so many items of makeup. It spends so much time. I remember my sisters uh, Saturday night. They'd spend like they'd spend like two hours or more just preparing their bodies to go out to some party or something. So much time to bathing and then putting on makeup and getting their hair set and putting their clothing and some kind of ornaments. Just so much concerned with good looks. But for 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 someone who wants self-realization, it's almost like a curse to have good looks because then people become interested in you for the wrong reasons. And also, I, I would imagine, because I don't have it myself, but I would imagine that with uh, a good-looking body, there's the, the, the sensuality or the desire to enjoy the body is increased. So devotees are not very interested in this uh, trying to look beautiful. Of course, they should look decent. Srila Prabhupada used to say, they're saying, first dress, then address, because people tend to judge you by the first appearance. But we're not out to become sensually very beautiful. Krishna gives a beautiful body. We always thought of Srila Prabhupada, how beautiful he looks, which is unusual that you would think of an old man from the external point of view. Srila Prabhupada was an old man as being beautiful. But we saw him as very beautiful because he was beautiful with Krishna consciousness. This having good looks can be very dangerous, like the leprous Vasudev, after he was cured, he almost, he, he said to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu something almost like, well, thanks a lot for embracing. It was great being embraced in, in two ways. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was Ruchirangada for the lep Vipravasudev, he's mentioned as in Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita. He was Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to this Vasudev was Ruchirangada in two ways. One way, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu gave that devotee his own body by embracing him. And in another way, he gave a beautiful body by giving that devotee a physically beautiful body. But Vasudev was concerned. He was, it was almost as if he didn't want to have a beautiful body because he was naturally, as a Vaishnava, very humble but he became worried that he would become proud after being cured by the grace of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And he said this to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, but Chaitanya Mahaprabhu told him that he would be protected from becoming proud if he chanted the Hare Krishna mantra incessantly. 
Now, he gives a beautiful body, then we're going to find so many people chanting Hare Krishna because they want a beautiful body. It ultimately means that he gives a spiritual body. Bhagavan gives a spiritual body to the devotee because the material body is by nature foul. As Rukmini said to Krishna when she was discussing with Krishna about how he is the best husband and the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Rukmini said to Krishna that, I'm reading from Srila Prabhupada's Krishna book. Srila Prabhupada has so kindly translated the 10th canto of Bhagavatam and presented it to us as Krishna book. So Rukmini said, a man within this material world is just a dead body. In fact, superficially, the living entity is covered by this body which is nothing but a bag of skin decorated with a beard and moustache, hairs on the body, nails on the fingers, and hairs on this head. Within this decorated bag, ah, such a beautiful body. What is it? Rukmini says, it's a decorated bag. Within this decorated bag are bunches of muscles, bundles of bones, and pools of blood, always mixed with stool, urine, mucus, bile, and polluted air, and enjoyed by different kinds of insects and germs. A foolish woman accepts such a dead body as her husband, and in sheer misunderstanding, loves him as her dear companion. This is possible only because such a woman has never relished the ever-blissful fragrance of your lotus feet. Shankara, Sri Shankaracharya, gives another meaning of the name Ruchirangada, very different meaning. Angada, one meaning of that is shoulder armor. just like you see in the ancient Indian kings and in Western, uh, in, in the history, when they're fighting with swords, then there would be shoulder armor. In English, that's called spalders. That you ha it's metal and that protects the shoulder from being slashed with a, sword, or, or another weapon, mostly sword. So Shankara says, he who is adorned with beautiful shoulder armor, angada, means shoulder armor, and he has ruchira. Everything about him is very beautiful. Now he may say, well, what, what is that? Why, why such a primitive method of fighting? Why didn't he have atom bombs and more guns. This is a very rudimentary way of fighting. Why does the Supreme Lord fight like that and not have more sophisticated stuff? Well, that goes to show that all these descriptions of Krishna's pastimes, Rama's pastimes, the bows and arrows, uh, it, it means it, it must be anthropomorphism. It was some Rama and Krishna, they will say, if they existed, they will say they 
uh, were some kings of the past, or good soldiers who became uh, deified, apotheosis, they made a man into God. Uh, no, it's, Krishna likes to fight like that. It's more fun than fighting with, with sniping and sitting in a bunker a few thousand miles away. And by computer, you hit a button and then that sends a missile and kills a bunch of people. No, Krishna likes to fight like that. That's all. There's, there's actual chivalry involved. Where's the chivalry in sitting in a bunker uh, and sending a missile on people you never saw, never had anything to do with them, they've, they've never done anything to you, and you just kill them. Or sniping, what's that? That's some kind of cowardly way to fight. So Krishna, he himself is very beautiful. Everything about him, he, his whole body, the, the charm of his personality, his taste, what he likes to eat, how he likes to live and behave, his, his Vedic culture, his ornaments, his jewelry, and even the protective armor on his shoulder are all most beautiful. Everything, it's all for making his devotees happy. Every armlet, armlets also, every jewel, every weapon, every part of his body, they're perfect and complete as he is perfect and complete. They're not different from him. And they're all for giving happiness to his body, to his, sorry, to his devotees. <laughs> He gives his beautiful body to his devotees. He is a very pleasing, ruchira means pleasing. He is a very pleasing uh, unpacking of the name Ruchirangada. That Angada was the son of Vali, was very dear to Ram in Ram Leela. So Ruchira, he was Angada, the, the son of Vali, was a very dear companion of Rama, so Ruchira, very pleasing, very pleasing to Rama. Therefore, uh, Rama is called Ruchirangada. Uh, <clears throat> Anga can also mean part. So Ruchirangada, he, he causes things to be done very well in all their parts. He gets everything done very nicely. And this is in line with a uh, interpretation by Satyadeva Vashishta. Uh, typical kind of explanation that he gives is that Vishnu is called Ruchi Rangada because he gives elegant means for all creatures to move about. He unpacks Anga as Gatau to go and explains the name as Sundara Gati Yuktam Shariram Sundaram Gamanam Va Yodadati Saruchirangada. 
He gives suitable bodies to different creatures for them to move around in a, in a very beautiful way. So he gives to all living beings the means to move around. He gives to the, the bumblebee short wings with a big body, which has defied the uh, research of uh, those doing aeronautic studies. How can such little wings support such a big body? He gives the spider and the ant and the tiger and the human sufficient number of legs and the crab and suitable type of leg, suitable to the kind of motion that they need. Uh, he gives the birds wings, certain insects he gives wings. The snake, he gives him the way that he can move around on the earth. No legs, but still he moves. No legs, no wings, but still he moves. So he gives uh, a suitable body for everyone, every living being, to move around. Baladevidya Bhushan, continuing to explain this series of names in terms of Krishna's Vrindavan Leela, uh, unpacks it in two ways. One is that he gives them his body. Uh, his body is for them and specifically that he, he gave his beautiful body to his devotees in Vrindavan. Here he's, in this series of names, Baladevidya Bhushan is especially referring to the cowherd boys in Vrindavan, and he also gives his body to them by embracing them. And of course, in Ram Leela also, very famous incident where uh, Sri Ram embraces Hanuman, the best thing he, he can give to Hanuman. We see there are so many uh, pictures of that, that Hanuman is complete satisfaction. He, nothing he wants more than this, than Ram will give his own beautiful body to, to him, to Hanuman, by embracing him. Another understanding of this name is Aruchirangada, uh, <clears throat> where da is here understood as destroy, and aruchir, the, the, the inauspicious body, he destroys that. And this is specifically referring to the lingadeha, or the subtle body. We get Body after we get gross body one after another after another, and we are carried from body to body to body by the lingadeha or the subtle body. So that remains with us as long as we're in material existence. It undergoes changes, but it remains with us, and he destroys that. He destroys that means back home, back to Godhead. We get a spiritual body. So he's Aruchirangada. He destroys the undesirable body. And then Ruchirangada, he gives us the most desirable spiritual body. 
Ancha kalpa tarubhyas chakripa sindhubhya evachapatita anam pavane bhil vaishnave bhil namo namaha.